In the name of God, who created all that is. In the name of Jesus, who redeems us from our sins. In the name of the Holy Spirit, who empowers us this day and forevermore. Amen. I've always uh, sort of liked this wacky, loved this wacky celebration. Uh, The one feast day of the year when we celebrate a theological precept that makes us all stumble and fall a little bit. It's kind of fun uh, to, to hear these words. Every year when I read from the college of the day, it sort of makes me wonder if I'm going to say it right. By the confession of a true faith to acknowledge the glory of the eternal trinity and the power of your divine majesty to worship the unity. Now, is that clear? <laughs> I've been in seminary and been doing this for a while, and I still want to know exactly what that means. Um, but I've always loved this, this feast day. Um, I think it's, I think my love affair began, in fact, I know my love affair began uh, at, when I was a child at St. Luke's Church. You see, we sat near a plaque like this one uh, on this wall, and when I got really bored with the service or with the sermon, I would study it. And it had various symbols of the Holy Trinity on it, including the triangle and the intermingled triangle and that fancy thing with is and is not and one person, and you've seen it. it if you really look at it, you think you're hallucinating or something. It, it's trying to explain something that got us thrown out of the Jewish temple uh, early on because the, the Hebrew people understood that there's only one God and only one God to be worshipped. And we were talking about one God and three and three gods and one, and that didn't fit. So out we went, heretics or uh, even worse, uh, heathens. Uh, and one of the, the symbols I love the most is that one that you see on our Trinity banner. The three circles intertwined, and in the center there is common ground, and outside there is, there is each individual person. And, and for some reason, I love geometric symbols. I, it must be my SJ-ness. That one made some sense to me. Um, and then somebody, an adult, tried to explain to me that God, that was God in a huddle trying to decide what to do with me. Okay, I love the Holy Trinity. <laughs> it is actually my feast day. It's my ordination day. It's a movable feast, but it's a day that I wanted to, that I've always loved. Uh, it had something to do with the symbols and the, and, and the things that, that made sense to me as a child. What happened for me uh, spiritually, personally, uh, that made the most sense is when my geology, sometime in the latter senior year of my college experience, the geology that I was learning and the beauty of God's creation and the, and the absolute articulate way that minute little fossils are made and the power of the, of the creation and all that came together when one day I was reading opening chapters of Genesis, which we just heard, and my geology and Genesis were married together in the love affair was solidified for the rest of my life. We've been asked, not all of I have heard that we are asking people where their places of sanctuary are in this parish. Uh, And that chapel, this morning at 8 o'clock, I listened to the reading and looked at that wonderful window above that altar that tells the story of Genesis and God's promise not to destroy us again with water. And it just, that's my place here. That's where I go when I want to reestablish, to to get back to the basement of my faith. 
because that tells the story of God in charge. That window tells the story that sings to my heart. These windows in here are wonderful and they all speak to me. But that's my place. That's where I go to be with our Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Creator, Redeemer, Sustainer, Life Giver, Mother, Father, whatever context and whatever theology and whatever words you need to talk about this mystery that is in our midst. I've seen the Trinity in countless places in this last week. Well, actually, that's not true in countless faces this last week and in one place, and it's been on the third floor of the parish hall or parish house and in the parish hall and vacation Bible school. We live in a world that's getting more and more complex and, and more and more difficult and more and more demanding and more and more trying to do more and less. I've just finished listening to the great, uh, the great train robbery, Michael Crichton's book, about the train robbery in the mid-1850s in Great Britain um, and, and the, 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 the technology they were dealing with at that time. There was no dynamite or nitroglycerin. So a keyed safe was 100% secure, unless you had the key. The fastest vehicle moving at the time was a, were the locomotives, and they would peak out about 54 miles an hour. And the cable, the, the cross-channel cable, was just being created. And now we can, you could be texting somebody right now, gosh, this sermon is horrible, and they say, well, I'm never coming to that place again. <laughs> And they would get it in Australia. <laughs> so the rest of this morning, I just want to take a minute, a few minutes, <laughs> to pause and, and throw some images up. By the way, I'm convinced that stained glass win windows are the church's best effort, first effort, at multimedia education. Serious. If you sit and look at any of these windows long enough, they come to life. They tell the story. You don't have to read. You don't have to listen. You just have to look and allow your imagination, allow your imagination to retell you the story, the story you already know. I see the face of the Creator in all of our children. Of course, we are made in God's image, male and female in God's image. And one of my favorite things to do with a child is to give them a hand mirror and say, do you want to see the face of God? And then let them look into it. That's, look in the mirror. It's God's face looking back at you. I see the creative glory of God in children when we give them craft sticks and some glue and some paint and tell them the stories and out of that comes some, some paper, and out of that comes their recreation of that story and art. They're creating. And in the love of the people who give them and teach them those tasks and those stories and those abilities, that's the creator at work within you and within me and within our smallest among us. I see the face of Jesus every time I look at one of you. Hopefully that's returned. Every time I look upon 
another human being. I see the face of Jesus because in the midst of the creation, God gave us the gift of love. And when we are loving people, the best part of the gift of Jesus comes out. I see the face of Jesus in the children when they're singing a song and making new friends and reaching out and hugging one another. I see the face of Jesus in the people that we encounter on the street, even though sometimes it's very hard for me to do it, and sometimes I choose not to. I see the power of the Spirit moving among us in so many ways. I see the redemption that happens at Covenant Community, which is both Jesus' love and the gift of the Spirit to be able to live into life the way God intends it to be. I saw the face of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit on our pilgrims as we sent them out. I don't see many of them right now, but... that that their lives are going to be recreated as they travel to another place. And through the power of the Holy Spirit, their lives are changed in the Genesis and whatever gets married together. I encountered, and we don't speak about this much around here, I encountered the power of the Holy Spirit in my own life this week when I've been fighting for two and a half weeks non-contagious bronchitis. Non-contagious. But on Monday night, Tuesday morning, I woke up in a horrible place. Fever of 102, shakes, sweats, whatever. About 4 o'clock in the morning, I started thinking, I've got to figure out a way to take what I need to do today and give it to somebody else. And the word non-contagious kept popping in. And I, and I said, I can't do that. And so I said prayers for God's power and the Holy Spirit to strengthen me to meet the day ahead to give me what I needed to do to carry out the, the, the work that was before me. And guess what? I made it through the day. I even made it through the week. Yeah, this is a wacky and crazy time. A feast which doesn't make sense, but yet does. For you see, the whole point of this sermon is that God works throughout every moment and every way and every person and every opportunity that we give God to work through us is an opportunity for us to participate in the work of the Holy Spirit. Now, this is not a typically theologically tight treatise that you've heard this morning. It is intentionally so. As I said earlier, I just wanted to share some gifts that I had received um, earlier today, and I'm not, uh, this is the service bulletin. Look, it is an opportunity for us to pause for a minute and to look around us and see the gifts that we have been given, the gifts that we are sharing with the world, and the gifts that we have to share <clears throat> with the world. We also very rarely mention names up here, but today I'm going to do that because there were only nine other adults and two teenagers who saw the Holy Trinity fully running around this place this last week, and I want to acknowledge them this day publicly. Laurie Burlington, Janet Dawson, Ann Hinn, um, Lynn Bryant, Holly Sawyer, Steve McGee, Anna B. Purcell, Emma Sawyer, and, of course, Carol Kimmel and her gift of music. 
together with our children, we created a place of welcome, a place of learning, a place of spirit, a place of redemption, a place of creation, a place of joy, a place of God's presence, undeniably and unashamedly. I hope this day you will find a moment when the Holy Spirit lights upon your shoulder, a minute when you see the face of Jesus in someone else and in yourself, and a day full of a recognition that God has made all things, and all things are very, very good, and you and I are very, very good because we are made in God's image. So, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all this day and forevermore. Amen.